Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. This week is speeding by. It is indeed. And now that the the day is behind us, so oh, to speak. You, got, uh, yeah. you went there. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I, I didn't go there. I'm going to point something out. Yesterday uh, was an interesting day in that I had um, something which I, I would highly recommend to everybody who uh, is past the age of 45. You may say 45. Well, it used to be 50. But um, yeah, yeah. but they've actually lowered it because I think my doctor said he thinks it's because of the diets that we we have you know nowadays we eat junk food and stuff like that. But uh, I had a colonoscopy. I've had one before, but I had one yesterday. It's not a pleasant procedure in that you don't look forward to it. It's not something where oh I can't wait to have my colonoscopy. It is it is not. But it's not something you can't get through. But here's the thing that I thought was interesting. I wanted I wanted specifically to say it to everybody out there who listens to our program. And I'm not going to make this a program about colonoscopies. But they, the interesting thing was you can't tell you have a problem in your colon unless you do this procedure. Uh, they, they have home tests, which are good. And it gives you a little signal as you may have a problem. But the real way of, of finding out whether you have a, an issue is to is to do this colonoscopy. And fortunately, in my case, it, it all went well. Uh, I I mean, I was glad it's behind me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even saying I I know, but I am uh, not. Saying you know, and I was thinking, thing. I haven't seen I haven't seen my doctor who does this procedure. I haven't seen him in like. Six oh, he's seen you. Six, oh, boy, he's seen you. <laughs> well, I haven't seen him in like six years, and I thought, will he recognize me? Then I thought, wait a second, Jim. With his job, he probably never recognizes anybody because he doesn't see their face. But anyway, yeah. um, in all seriousness, uh, don't be afraid of doing this. It's 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 um, one day of um, discomfort, but it truly could save your life. You know, I don't know whether you know this or not, Katie Couric, uh, lost her husband uh, to colon cancer. And, I remember when she got married. Yeah, and she said that uh, she and her husband both said had they done a colonoscopy at the right time, uh, it might have saved his life. And she's a big uh, proponent of this test. And I, as a matter of fact, one time she took this test on the Today program. She did take uh, have a colonoscopy, and um, it could save your life. So that that's I wanted to pass that along. But an interesting thing happened uh, as a result of this. My cohort in crime here, Mister Knight. Oh, geez. He he is the tech guru of the no, of our no, duo. No, I am not. Well, compared to me, okay. Compared to me, you're the tech guru. So he sends me this thing yesterday, uh, a, a well written story. He said I generated this in six seconds. I said, what? And and you read this thing, and it was a well-written article. Which you knew I couldn't have done. <laughs> it was it was amazing. And and so he says, This is my AI software. And I just tried it out and it's amazing. And what did we just do a little while ago? Just on a lark, just before the program. What was the topic? That we uh, were going to talk about. Well, what was top of your mind, which uh, you know came to the top of your head? <laughs> you wanted uh, colonoscopy, yeah. And you gave me the, you gave me the the, the heading, the story, yeah. and then the the three taglines, as if we were going to write or set up a blog. And yeah. So it gave you in less than six, six seconds. I think it was in three seconds. Yeah. It gave you a script. It. it let me give you just an, an example of how it goes. Uh, we we called it the day after the colonoscopy. That was the title of the blog, uh, and then the subtitle on the first paragraph was, "It was a test I dreaded," and it said, "And this is what the computer generated in three seconds." Finally, the day after the colonoscopy has arrived, you you made it through the procedure and can now take a breath of relief. But what should you expect during the crucial recovery period? Whether you're eager to bounce back or seeking some tips on easing discomfort, we've got you covered. In this blog post, we'll explore everything from post-colonoscopy care 
to dietary recommendations and even share a few humor-filled anecdotes to lighten the mood. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into what lies ahead for your day after colonoscopy journey. This was generated, that paragraph was generated in under three seconds by and a computer. And two others with it. Yeah. And two others with it. Now, you know, they're having a writer's strike in Los Angeles. Mm. Then, and that, yeah, they're striking for more money and stuff like that too. But that's actually the sub uh, issue. The, the real issue that has the writers in Hollywood upset is computer-generated uh, screenplays and teleplays. And you may say, well, can they do that? Bill and I were just looking. Uh, I, I did a quick search. They have all sorts of screenplay AI-generated programs. Yeah. You can, you can say, I want to write a screenplay about a, a cow that drives a bus. This AI program will figure out how to write a screenplay about a cow that drives a bus. And this is the thing that has, and it should have, writers all over the world and creative people petrified because, you know, it's a business. And if a greedy producer says, you know, I can, I can get uh, whatever, whatever story I want uh, with my AI program that I, I pay X amount of dollars for and never have to pay another writer again, no royalties, mm -hmm. No upfront money, no deals. Now, I'll tell you, this, this program has a plagiarism checker. Now, they say in an article that's generated, because, you know, some people time will look to other articles to get ideas. So does the computer do the same thing? Yes and no, and the fact that it will check for plagiarism. Now, if you've got between, oh, 1% and 5%, that is considered excellent. If you've got 6 to 10%, acceptable. Anything above that, yeah, don't run it. Mm -hmm. That came in at 0%. The thing I sent you came in at 0%. So uh, the, what you're the saying is that Boston yesterday, if, 0%. I were, if I were a college kid and I were writing a term paper and you I generate it, check it for plagiarism. If it's not plagiarized, it's yours, baby. And they can't, they can't tell. I mean, I couldn't tell. That's that paragraph that I just read to you folks. Like Bill, it was it was done at it, your finger snap is slower. I was going to say it at the snap of a finger, but it generated so quickly, and you wonder how does it do it? But it's a computer. It it, it yeah. literally searches the internet for for ideas and then puts it all together in under a second. Do you know uh, when I programmed? And I don't want to get into a radio thing, but, you know, you, you write promos. Yeah. yeah. It could be a news station, a radio oh my rock God. station. I could put, you know, WXYZ, and that would be my heading. Yeah. And then, you know, everything that rocks, that could be my yeah. title. And it would write a promo, a, a little a little paragraph yeah. of it, what you it, could it, say it, about you it. Could say, I could sit there and say, here you go, buddy. Record that for me to nothing the voice guy. You could. Boom! Your, your subtitles could be nothing's funnier than Bill Knight in the morning. That could be the sub. Yeah. You know, and it will do a it will do a paragraph on Bill Knight in the morning. Middays are great with Jim Harrington, and yeah. and an afternoon drive go home with so and so. And you it, could write the promos of a lifetime. <laughs> Where was this fifty years ago? <laughs> I mean, you know how big of a guy I would have been in the industry. And a I'm not giant, fat, you know, a but giant. Boy, where does he come up with this stuff? But the thing is, Bill, the whole world we live in now is a one huge computer. It's all uh, essentially a lie. How do we know, for example, if the stuff coming out of Washington isn't just computer generated? What if they're running on a, a computer generated plan right now in Washington? What if the deep state? What if the people who are trying to change our country didn't take a computer and say, okay, I want to, A, uh, change the form of government, right? So It would tell you how to do it. Step by step. How to eliminate the First Amendment. Boom, that thing would generate an article. How to get rid of the Second Amendment. Boom, it would generate 
a story oh my God. with the uh, information that you would need to at least go on your merry little way and probably get away with it. So, folks, this great uh, technological advancement that we've created, computers, we're now at a, at a point where it's starting to turn around and bite us. Well, what you have is a machine that, you know, we, we say remember history, mm-hmm. which you should know right. from where you came. But this machine is the sum of all knowledge. Mm-hmm. And when you have the power of the sum of all knowledge that can formulate a thought from all the knowledge of history in the world within a microsecond. Oh, my gosh. It is it is scary. So it's amazing. It's it's awe it's awe inspiring. Mean, you 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 just can't believe it. it. What an advancement! But then it's frightening what it can do. I mean, if you wanted to put in there uh, how to get rid of uh, Christianity in the United States, it's happening right now. They're they're dividing it right now, and I'm wondering if somebody's not writing. You know, Christianity is is faltering. That's all they have to say, and then boom, it's going to write an article based on that. And uh, I I generated, you know, Trump will win twenty twenty four, and it dr- generated a big long dissertation. Now it did put a disclaimer saying, although we can't predict the outcome, it gave a lot of positive hope, and it's the way it was written. I was like, going, oh damn, that's pretty good. You know, folks. Um, the reason why we're talking about all this stuff, and I started out with uh, me telling you about my procedure yesterday, but that was uh, for real. You, you should, if you're over no, that fifty, is a serious thing. yeah. If you're fi- over fifty, that's something you should consider doing, whether you want to or not. Uh, nobody wants to, but you really should think about doing it. Uh, but the other thing is this: we 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 went from that discussion this morning into the discussion on AI. And in mm-hmm. that that was just eye-opening. When you think about uh, the fact that there's a possibility we're living in a world that just can't be trusted. Right. I mean, we don't even know for real if the news stories around the globe that we're hearing about are legitimate. I mean, odds are they are, but we don't know. We're taking these news stories. We don't know whether we're being fed Lie after lie after lie, over and over again. Um, well, probably so. I mean, like I said, you know, for that computer to sit there and go, well, okay, this is my task. It's got to. It it has to reference some base of knowledge, some form of thought. So it's got the sum of all knowledge, and it can take, you know, examples of everything, all and right. then. It forms it into a thought. I've got, you know, this is the screenwriter in me. You know, I like to write screenplays. That's why I did Mm. that search. Um, Who's to say that at some point the computers don't turn on us and, for example, start to generate false police records on Bill Knight and uh, to to literally uh, maybe make him a wanted man when he's not a wanted man? For example... If somebody wants to get rid of me or you, right, and has access to these kind of programs in government, can they literally change your life in, in the snap of a finger? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I haven't tested that. And I would be afraid to use myself as an example because then, you know, the, the thing that I worry about, everything that we do, it goes to a mass. No, but I, I, let's say the yeah, FBI. The FBI wanted to. Uh, they wanted to go break into your house. Well, they could. And all they would have, and and they could literally, in the snap of a finger, create a whole history on Bill Knight. Sure. That justifies them breaking into your house. Hmm. Well, we have this uh, police record from so and so. Long I mean, rap sheet. A long rap sheet that didn't even so, exist. So we got uh, ninety-one indictments on Trump. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. For all we know, they could have been created by an AI. Well, all they got to do is um, Trump steals uh, top secret documents while he's president, which he has the right to declassify, but, you know, somebody writes it up. And now I got to tell you, 
the way some of these things are written that are coming out of, you know, Jack Smith and everybody, you know, they're, they're, they're coming up with the idea, but they're not, they're, they're not really formulating it legally, and they got a lot of flaws in it. Well, it could be AI-generated, Bill. That could be also yeah. the weakness of garbage in, garbage out, you know? Yeah. Who knows? But it is interesting that you have that. I mean, it, it is a valuable tool. You know, if you're looking to do something, but, you know, why would you have something like this? It's computer language. But, you know, if you're generating a website or you want traffic, uh, your your website is, is a computer program. So it's an AI, a computer now, talking to a computer. Speaking of computers, um, story out of Pennsylvania. Uh, oh, this is interesting. You, you probably heard, but Pennsylvania Democratic Governor Josh Shapiro yesterday announced his state will automatically register people to vote while they get their driver's license. Pennsylvania, it is National Voter Registration Day. And today, I am proud to announce that for the first time ever, Pennsylvania is an automatic voter registration state. That's right. From now on, when you get or renew your driver's license or an ID card at the DMV, you'll be registered to vote unless you choose not to. I made a commitment when I was campaigning for this office that we would bring automatic voter registration in Pennsylvania and break down the barriers for legal eligibility voters. This is a key step to make our elections more secure, adding important levels of verification to the voter registration process. And by expanding voter registration at our DMVs, we'll save taxpayers time and money, reduce the number of costly paper registrations, and streamline voter registration for Pennsylvanians. Look, this is common sense. You already provide proof of identity, residency, age, and citizenship at the DMV. All the information you need to register to vote. We're making our state government work better for the good people of Pennsylvania. No matter who you choose to vote for or what your views are, I hope you'll make your voice heard. Now more than ever, we need an engaged citizenry to move our country and our commonwealth forward. This is a lie. Go ahead. Rock crap. I, yeah, it really is. Um, Look. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, uh, you go into the DMV, you're renewing your license, and let's say you're not registered to vote. Do you want to register to vote? Ah, I don't care. It's no big deal. Hmm, okay. So now they got a Democrat on the roll. Well, yeah, but they don't have my ID. Well, no, but they can actually sit there and have somebody go in. I forgot my ID. Oh, do you have, uh, can you tell me your birth date, your social security number? Give me some kind of, you know, thing on you. How, how old is your kid? Oh, yeah. You have that information right there. Okay. Boom. Democrat vote or, or Republican vote. You know, so they're doing that. And if you say, no, don't want to register, you know, who's to say, yeah, okay. And somebody afoot there doesn't go ahead and register you anyway. And again, they've got all your vitals to sit there and vote for you on your behalf. Well, that's true. But and, and the other thing is this. What are, they, uh, what are they giving illegals in these different states? Driver's licenses. That's right. So if you're an illegal in Pennsylvania or Massachusetts or states like that, you're going to get a, a, a voter registration done for you. That means that you as an illegal citizen, uh, not citizen, illegal person, yeah. uh, you, you'll be able to vote in our elections. And the other thing is, he said that, uh, yeah, number one, you mentioned not all of them are citizens. Uh, if they And, well, none of them are. That's number one, and you have to be a citizen to vote. So that was lie number one. Lie number two, we already got all your information. In other words, you've been vetted. Well, actually, for the illegal citizens here to get a driver's license, to get around, they don't need all that information. Mm. Well, So that was lie number two. So that needs to be challenged in the state of Pennsylvania. And we live here, but there's a lot of weird things going on in the news in Pennsylvania. Even with the school system, I mean, I forget what county it is. Uh, this uh, one of the students organized a walkout in the school and kind of shut them down for the day because they didn't like the fact of what the school was saying about transgenders using the girls' room or whatever bathroom they wanted to. They said, "No, boys are boys and girls are girls," and that's what the students were saying. And the girls don't want these guys coming in. Oh. I'm just a I wait a second. Like a so, woman. so the students are the mature ones here, and the school exactly. committee is the immature. Yeah, well. yeah. 
And then, you know, there's been gun violence and, and threats going on uh, all over the place. Pennsylvania is one of them. A lot of the schools in this end of the uh, the state mm-hmm. shut down, I think it was Monday, because of massive bomb threats at schools, So, which never came to But, you know, they get a bomb threat, they got to shut them down. So all these schools were closed Monday because somebody on a massive level that was taken seriously said, yeah, I'm going to blow up a school today that won't be named. Well, yesterday they named a school. It's the one right down the street. So they had to shut down. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like going, you know, and this is all, there's a reason for this. This is not just a wacko. This is, I'm thinking, politically is it motivated. It is. There's a lot of tests going on. Yeah. Uh, another interesting thing happened yesterday. Um, uh, there's a, a podcast by a comedian named Tim Dillon, I believe his yes, name is. Yeah, he's a comedian, yeah. Yeah, he has Robert Kennedy Jr. and his wife, uh, Cheryl Hines, on as guests. And, uh, well, I'll let you tell, I'll let him tell you what happened, okay? This is sure. Tim Dillon. Uh, RFK Jr. on today is running for president and his wife, Cheryl Hines. Uh, 30 minutes into the podcast, we did have a weird blackout in the studio. It's never happened before. I've been podcasting about seven years. This has never happened. It was strange. It happened uh, in the middle of the episode. We lost about 15 good minutes, and then we got back to it. Uh, uh, the reason why this st- struck a chord with me and, and Bill is because in, in the past, what, two weeks, we've been interrupted maybe four times while yeah, we've been trying we, to do the have- program. We have blackouts, and so I'm not surprised. But with Kennedy, you know, there's already they won't give him uh, you know, they won't give him protection of the Secret Service, which is wrong. Right, he's a candidate, and he's a strong candidate, and he's a candidate too. He's and also he's a candidate yeah. too, and they won't give him that. And then you have a blackout where he goes. Uh, that would uh, that would uh, scare the bajoons out of me. Yeah. But the simple fact is, right now you got a letter in the mail. Yeah, I did. I got a, a a letter from our cable company. I'm not going to mention the name of the cable company because they already have enough publicity. It says, um, uh, as our team works to make these enhancements, you can expect service outages. This downtime will affect all of your blank services, uh, the, the company's name. And if you are an, uh, a voice... Uh, customer, you will not be able to call 911 from your wired phone line either. And it goes on and on. It says we'll let you know down the road when we have a more specific date as to these uh, interruptions. But the thing that gets me about this is, by the way, I will continue to obviously have to pay them for the whole month. They'll interrupt my service maybe for one, two, three, four, who, how, who knows how many days. But are they just trying to warm up for outages? for internet outages? Is this something, this is one company. I wonder if you're going to get a letter similar to this in the next few days from uh, your service bill up where you are. I don't know, but uh, it could happen. And if it does, uh, now I, I do have one of those hotspots, those private things. That's the whole thing. We don't need to get into. Well, the actually that's a, no, that's an interesting thing. We should point out. I didn't realize this technology really was that oh, reliable. Yeah. But apparently you can buy these little devices, not, they're not terribly expensive, that uh, allow you to connect to the Internet without going through your Internet provider, your main yeah, Internet its, provider. It has its own private number. And most people know that their, their phone has a hotspot on it. It's like a phone, but it's not a phone. You can't make a phone call on it and say, hey, sis, what's you up to? You know, but mm. when you turn it on, it automatic, automatically routes into the system. And it generates a Wi-Fi signal that you've password protected, so you have signal. And some of these things get up to 400 megabytes a second. So they're they're pretty powerful. So if you are somebody working from home and you rely on the Internet, and all of a sudden you get a letter like I got yesterday saying, uh, hey, you know, expect to have some outages, but no big deal. Uh, we'll get you up as fast as we can, but we can't tell you exactly how long these outages will last for. If you have one of these devices, you can go around your provider and stay connected, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. 
Um, I told you he was a technical wizard. He really is. He's amazing. But uh, other so this thing with Robert Kennedy, uh, he has an outage. We when we had outages, it was like someone was listening to our program, and halfway through they pulled the plug. Usually, yeah. when you have an outage, there's some sort of a warning. You can almost tell things start to there's there's some interruptions or you, there's some stuttering in the audio or something like that. But this every time we've gone off recently, it's like someone in the control room goes, "I don't want to hear any more of this," and off it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all he's got to say, and there ain't no more. <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, it, it, we we live in interesting times. And by the way, we were warned by a number of different reliable sources uh, not too long ago that we can expect to bo- to go into a period of uh, technical unreliability, that yeah. you can expect the Internet to go down, that you can expect there to be outages. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe they're trying to pretend it's, it's no big deal, just relax. Who knows? You know, maybe they don't know, by the way. Maybe they know something is going to happen and they don't know when they're going to happen. That's so, but they're just trying to cover their bases. Like it's not something to worry about, you know, cover their took us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it could be, I don't know. There's, but it, it's an interesting time that we live in. And, yeah. Uh, Did you hear that, um, in California, this was from, uh, I think it was judicial watch. Uh, uh Americans should be, uh, really concerned about dangerous biological research labs that they've found, in California that are being run by Chinese nationals. And it's not just that, that these labs are in California, but apparently they're substandard labs, meaning there's the controls you have in a normal research facility, these labs don't have. Uh, they got uh, dead mice, you know, the research mice lying all over the place, and they're not protecting the, the neighborhood, so to speak, from, from any problem they may have in this bio lab. And uh, why the Chinese would have bio labs in our country? First of all, you know we have them in other countries, so I guess we shouldn't be that surprised. You know they they are buying up property. the The Chinese are buying up property all throughout the Midwest. We've talked about that on our program before. Yeah. So you you, it, you know you can't control what they're doing, and they buy in many cases they buy this property right next to a major military installation. You would think that somebody in Washington would say, "Hey, wait a second, uh, that's that's verboten. That that's not to be done." If well, you-, you know, they 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 were, you know, kind of lackadaisical with their labs in uh, Wuhan. So I guess they figured, yeah. "Well, let's be lackadaisical out in California." Hey, speaking of being lackadaisical, uh, I don't. They found uh, in a bathroom. In oh, nice. uh, below the Senate floor, meaning it wasn't like under the floorboards, down a, a level below the Senate floor, or maybe it was the House floor. It, con- Congress's, uh, they found a copy of a resolution to vacate uh, in uh, on a changing a baby changing uh, uh, table. You know, you can see, really? and it was written by it was written by Matt Gates, and I thought. Wow, it was, and it was also dated September fifteenth, so they're making a big deal. But I'm thinking that maybe Matt Gates might have left it there intentionally, and then signaled some reporter, "Go on to the uh, restroom and look at the changing table," you know, uh, because uh, it, it's like a, a shot across the bow to Kevin McCarthy. We've got it all written up and ready to go. If you don't start towing the line, we're going to present this to uh, to Congress. It's a like I said, House resolution to vacate the chair, the speaker's chair, and that would actually, if it were to pass, that would remove Kevin McCarthy from the Speaker of the House of Representatives, which is, you know, which is well, you know, we've got uh, we've got a government shutdown looming, and apparently five Republicans is it that uh, went over to the Democratic side um, over uh, the budget? Amazing! Write those names down. Yeah. Right, the, and and then primary those people, because they're not reliable. No, uh, you know, and you know what? Uh, I'm not a fan of Kevin McCarthy. I'm not a fan of a lot of politicians, but you know, Republicans need to to stick together uh, like glue. If they don't, uh, mm-hmm. we're in a race of time, 
And time is running out now. You, you and you look at the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden thing. Um, okay, we've indicted Hunter on the gun crime. Probably in the scheme of things, it's not the biggest thing out there. You know, it's a way of saying we're we're doing something, and I guess that's Weiss that's doing that. Mm-hmm. And but you know, Congress has given us all this other information that we never knew before about Joe Biden and Hunter and that crime family, uh, and it is a race, but. Those are the big potatoes, but I'm looking at the clock ticking. It's like, guys, yeah. you know, let's get together and and get this show on the road. Otherwise, well, this it's is a race what, of time. It's going to run out. This is what Matt Gates is complaining about. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have his audio from uh, last All week. Right. I should run Matt Gates on the floor of the House of Representatives. On this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. We have had no vote on term limits or on balanced budgets as the agreement demanded and required. There's been no full release of the January 6th tapes. As you promised, there has been insufficient accountability for the Biden crime family. And instead of cutting spending to raise the debt limit, you relied on budgetary gimmicks and rescissions so that you ultimately ended up serving as the valet to underwrite Biden's debt and advance his spending agenda. Mr. Speaker, you boasted in January that we would use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. But here we are, eight months later, and we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. That's how you know that the rushed and you know, somewhat rattled performance you just saw from the speaker isn't real. At this point during Democrat control over the House of Representatives, they had already brought in Don Jr. three times. And we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. Power of the subpoena and power of the purse. Only thing the 118th Congress is known for at this point is electing Kevin McCarthy speaker and underwriting Biden's debt. And unfortunately, there's only one of those things we can remediate at this time. Power of the purse. Our leadership right now is asking us to vote for a continuing resolution. A vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the Green New Deal, a vote to continue inflationary spending, and in the most troubling of fashions, a vote for a continuing resolution is a vote to continue the election interference of Jack Smith. Mr. Speaker, we told you how to use the power of the purse. Individual, single subject spending bills that would allow us to have specific review programmatic analysis and it would allow us to zero out the salaries of the bureaucrats who have broken bad targeted president trump or cut sweetheart deals for hunter biden september 30th is rapidly approaching and you have not put us in a position to succeed there is no way to pass all the individual appropriations bills now and it's not like we didn't know when september 30th was going to show up on the calendar i must be better you must be better and this house must be better, for it is the last best hope for tens of millions of Republicans. We demand real oversight against this weaponized government. Just look at the bribery. If tens of millions of dollars flowing from foreign corrupt people into the bank accounts of the Biden family wasn't enough for actual impeachment, why were we even looking? Joe Biden deserves impeachment for converting the vice presidency into an ATM machine for virtually his entire family. We all see it. We all know it. Now, moments ago, Speaker McCarthy endorsed an impeachment inquiry. This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Now, I will concede that the votes I have called for will likely fail term limits, balanced budgets, maybe even impeachment. I am prepared for that eventuality because at least if we take votes, the American people get to see who's fighting for them and who's willing to tolerate more corruption and business as usual. Mr. Speaker, dust off our written January agreement. You have a copy. Reflect on the spirit of that agreement and build on the start that we had moments ago. Begin to comply. 
No continuing resolutions, individual spending bills are bust, votes on balanced budgets and term limits, subpoenas for Hunter Biden and the members of the Biden family who've been grifting off of this country, and the impeachment for Joe Biden that he so richly deserves. Do these things or face a motion to vacate the chair. And let me alert the country, a motion to vacate might not pass at first, but it might before the 15th vote. And if Democrats bail out McCarthy, as they may do, then I will lead the resistance to this uniparty and the Biden-McCarthy-Jeffries government that they are attempting to build. I know that Washington isn't a town where people are known for keeping their word. Well, Speaker McCarthy, I'm here to hold you to yours. I yield back. Wow. I, I think that's one of the finest moments. And I got to tell you, I've vacillated back and forth on this whole thing. I hear somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who right. actually is in support of the inquiry, the impeachment in- inquiry. She's actually on the other side of the table from Matt Gates. Matt Gates wants to have a vote now or vacate the chair. No, none of this, uh, no more inquiries, no more hearings cut to the chase because the democrats they impeached donald trump in 12 days right they impeached him though without really any information or made up information uh now i will say with the inquiry we've gotten a lot of information we took too long getting to this point and don't forget don't think weiss is going to do anything he's not going to do a damn thing so you know, I'm torn on this, but I do think we need to get moving on this. I think uh, actually, I think, Bill, I think Matt Gates is, the more I think about it, the more I think he's right on the money. Well, it, I think we should. And, and like we the, should go. And, and the clock is running out. I mean, if you look the at the clock if, is running out. If you look at this like a football game, we're in the fourth quarter and we're down to the two-minute warning. We, we're, we can see 2024. Democrats have already telegraphed what they're going to do. They've already telegraphed. Go ahead, impeached. Yeah, uh, but, what, but what? But what? But what? Matt Gates is saying, and I agree with him, is that even if he loses, uh, the American people will see who the people are that can't be counted on. Who are the Who are the phony Republicans who uh, blocked mm-hmm. this? Right. But even if he said we lose in the first vote, which indicated he would he would do exactly what he did in the uh, speaker nomination process, right. he'll keep re-offering re, um, the House resolution, meaning if it's turned down the first time, he'll present it, it the second time. If it's voted down the second time, he'll do it again on the third time. He said, I may not win the first on the first uh, vote, but it may, I may win on the 15th, uh, which is something to consider. Uh, I think it's... I think maybe we're at a point right now, and it might be good for Trump too, uh, that we get a vote, you know, done. Get a vote done. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I I agree. We should get a vote done because either way, the Democrats are going to do what they're they're going to do, and they've already embraced the fact that Kamala may be their gal for a while. And that she's ready for the presidency. And, of course, right now, the liberal media is out there. You know, the, the stories have been negative for Joe. Negative story after negative story after negative story after negative story. And amazingly, uh, earlier this week, they started going, well, you know, like, uh, what is it, MSNBC. Uh, they're claiming that Biden's uh, that Biden has um, inspired uh, America and and improved it uh, that uh, you know well, Trump took down democracy. Biden has rebuilt our 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 stance in, on the world stage. And I'm going MSNBC apparently hasn't been paying attention to the news as of late, uh, but they're making this stuff up and, and everything well, is. Who, they probably have AI writing their uh, news copy. But uh, Janet Yellen, for example, she's. Uh, on the world stage, she's uh, mm-hmm. speaking in an interview, and she's talking about, listen to this, the robust U.S. economy that Biden has uh, 
put together. Listen. Look, we still have a good, healthy labor market. Consumer spending remains quite robust. We've seen strong industrial production. Um, I don't see any signs that uh, the economy is um, at risk of a downturn. And this is the best of all worlds to see. She is absolutely out of touch. She has no idea what she's talking about. We are in an economy that is in free fall. I mean, look, for example, the strikes, for example, that are happening in Detroit with the auto workers. People may say, well, that's just over you know, a raise in hourly wage or something or better benefits. No. It's an indication of the health of the industry. That's what it says to me. You know, it's it's got uh, incredible problems. She also said something which drove me nuts, Bill. She talked about gas prices. Listen. Well, the president wants to make sure that gas prices remain affordable for Americans. Um, Americans care a great deal about the price of gas. Um, they're still down a dollar twenty off their highs last summer, although they have gone up recently. Unbelievable. She, she is, is gas. <laughs> Bad she, gas. You know, uh, what she didn't tell you was, yes, uh, the price is down from last year, the high of last year. But it was the highest it ever was last well, year. They, Joe Biden created that high, and it's still like a dollar, dollar and a half higher than okay. than uh, Trump's price when how he left office. How much is, well, yeah, okay, let's just, how much is a gallon of gas right now? It's uh, two something or other. I think I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was three something or other. I'm looking for the it's article three right something. Now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, two thirty. It, it says here. Um, it says uh, researcher pointed out uh, gas was two thirty nine a gallon when Biden took office. That's from Trump, and right. to, and today it's three dollars and eighty eight cents. In fact, gasoline has surged to as high as six dollars a gallon at times under Biden's leadership. So yeah. with with Trump, it was two thirty nine when he left office. Biden raised it. Uh, to almost $6 in some places, and today it's $3.88, and they want you to be happy about that. Mm-hmm. You, know. you know, there were there were there there was a point when gas actually went under $2 during the Trump administration. Yes, yes. And, you know, they, they're, they're, trying, they're trying to figure out why Trump's polls are doing so well. And the only reason for that is, and the main reason is, people are reflecting. And they're yeah. reflecting because it's not so long ago that Trump was in the office. So it's not hard to remember. Wait a minute. Uh, I remember uh, remember getting my gas for a buck eighty nine a gallon. Sure. Or even two thirty six a gallon. I would gladly go back to that right now uh, if I could. Because I, well, today, you know, or yesterday I paid, uh, what was it, four ninety eight a gallon. Uh, that's, yeah. that's a far cry from what I was paying before. And, yeah, I mean, people are looking back. You know, the Democrats are saying you have more money in your pocket, more goods on the shelves. I was in the store the other day. They've reduced the amount of aisles they have because they don't have as much stock to make it look full. And even then, there were empty spots on the shelf. So you're saying that they took, like, if they had five rows of food before, they took one of the rows out and it made the aisles wider? Right. Oh, wow. Because there, there's an old thing in retail, and I know this because I worked in radio, and sometimes in between jobs you'd do something else, like manage a Walgreens or something, which I didn't mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Uh, but the old adage is you can't sell empty space. So when you've got a lot of shelf space but it's empty, you ain't making no money. And yeah. plus people walk in and they go, wow, look at all that empty. So they leave. Yeah. So, you know, that's the old thing. Yeah, you pull your product forward. You make everything look nice and neat and like you got a lot of stuff. Come on in, man. We got great deals. We're supposed to believe. We don't have that now. We're supposed to believe that this bumbling, mumbling uh, guy uh, has uh, his handle on the steering wheel and he's he knows where he's taking us. This was Biden this week speaking in yeah, front. he's driving through the crowd. He's Mr. Magoo. This is Biden speaking at the U.N., the U.N., United Nations, in front of the General yeah. Assembly. Listen to how he sounded. Now, even as we evolve our institutions and drive creative new partnerships, let me be clear. Certain principles of our international system are sacros- sacrosanct. 
Did you understand a word of what he said? The only thing that I heard him say was, let me be clear. And then everything else was, well, well, listen again. Now, even as we evolve our institutions and drive creative new partnerships, let me be clear. Certain principles of our international system are sacrosanct. Now, if you say, Jim, that's only one sentence. You picked out one sentence. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a speech. It was probably half an hour long, right? I mean, he, he couldn't have done it in another spot, could he? Listen. Simply put, the 21st century, 21st century results are badly needed. They're needed to move us along. That starts with the United Nations. Starts right you know, understand, he's speaking to people who, for the most part, speak other languages, right? So to follow along, even when you understand what he's supposed to be saying, is difficult. Can you imagine the blank looks that must have been on the faces of the people uh, in that crowd? I mean, the guy the guy has, he's mumbling, he's an embarrassment, folks. But the sad part about it is he has his hand on the nuclear trigger. He's the guy who has the the uh, he carries the the football with him wherever he goes. The nuclear football, he has control of our destiny right now. By the way, it's not, in my opinion, it's not a legitimate control, but that's just mm-hmm. my humble opinion. I think it was a, a fraud. I think that you know we get back to the PA uh, Sh- Josh Shapiro, the governor, making it easy for everybody in PA to register because when you register to to uh, get your license. You'll also be registered to vote too. Well, what if you got your license forty years ago or something like that? And you, I mean, I'm just saying, there's so many. It is such a corrupt thing that they're trying to pass off to us as being legitimate. You know, uh, we're going to make it easier for you by putting uh, mail-in ballots. You'll be able to just drop your your ballot off in these different boxes around the state, and you won't have to go to some long line and wait in a hot room to uh, go over to a machine to to enter your vote, you can just throw it in a mailbox on the way to Walgreens or Walmart or CVS or whatever. I, this is how they hook you. They think that they, they want you to feel like they're making a convenience. They're making it easy for you to do something. When in reality, they're stealing your vote, they're stealing your decision, and they're corrupting elections. That's what happened mm. in 2020. Hey, you can't tell me. John Fetterman, right? John Fetterman, are you trying to tell me this guy should be a U.S. senator? This is John Fetterman yesterday. Listen. Uh, what, what do you say to that? Well, you know, her platform, you know, really, she runs on more and more dingling, you know, picks, you know, on uh, in the, the, the meetings over in, in the Congress. So, again, uh, I, I'm not really sure why she cares how I dress. Uh, but you know, she really takes it a different way. Now that one, I got to hear again. I'm sorry, folks. I got to hear that again. Uh, what, what do you say to that? <laughs> well, you know, her platform, you know, really she runs on more and more dingling, you know, picks, you know, on, uh, in the, the, me- the meetings over in, in the Congress. So again, uh, I, I'm not really sure why she cares how I dress. Uh, but you know, she really takes it a different way. Understand something, folks. We we are we're in a terrible state in Pennsylvania right now. We have a, a Josh Shapiro who's trying to corrupt our elections, and we have uh, Fetterman, John Fetterman, as our U.S. senator who is supposed to rep- be representing us. He walks around looking like he's getting ready to break into a convenience store with his yeah. hoodie and, and his his baggy he's shorts. A thug. And do you know what else happened yesterday or the what? day before yesterday? Chuck Chuckle Schumer, right, the mm-hmm. uh, majority leader in the Senate, instead of turning around to John Fetterman and saying, John, look it, leave a coat and tie in your office. Oh, he's going to change the dress code. That's exactly right. No, yeah. no, we're not going to we're not going to make John do the right thing. We're going to make it so the entire U.S. Senate adjusts to this slob. And by the way. You can't call him anything else, but I heard somebody say it. I didn't realize this. The guy doesn't shower too. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is yeah. That's I've a little almost. That that's it's almost a, like yeah. too much information. So apparently, yeah, it's like deodorant and oh you my know, gosh, 
there's certain parts of the body that just get funky, and uh, I, I, I've heard that too, that he's not a good guy to be around. I guess there's a reason why they never show distant shots of him where they get the full body, yeah. and they just kind of do close-up shots because mm-hmm. they don't want you to see his knuckles dragging on the ground when he walks along. <laughs> you know, he does look like, though, is it Uncle Festus on the, the Adams oh, family? Oh, he does, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Well, you know, and then we have John Kerry, who reminds John Kerry. Remember John Kerry, the president? Yes. He reminds me of Lurch from the Adams family. But that is, <laughs> so we have the whole. We're getting the whole Adams family thrown into the political arena. Uh, but anyway, so John Fetterman is talking gibberish. Joe Biden is talking gibberish, and I was thinking maybe they both understand each other. I'm just saying, you know. Now, on another different topic, I had to play this for you. This is a good cut. This is. This is, you know, Sidney Powell, uh, they're presenting her case to Georgia. Right, They're getting ready yes, to try it real soon. But her lawyers are ticked off. And I'll tell you why her lawyers are ticked off. What? They have asked for uh, evidence that the prosecution has because they have a legal right to get that information, and the prosecution has a legal responsibility to supply exactly. that evidence. Yeah. And it ain't happening. I want you to hear this uh, this cut. This is Sidney Powell's attorney, a young guy, very sharp guy. I mean, this guy, he looks like he was picked out in central casting. Handsome guy. He's, he's making his case in front of the judge. Uh, you would think that he was reading it from a script at a Warner Brothers backlot. And his, I think his name is, I could be wrong, I think his, uh, his name is Smith. I have it here, written down somewhere, on one of my little uh, pieces of paper somewhere. But, of course, when I want to find it, I can find it. But anyway, he is Sidney, yeah, his name is Ray Smith, and I believe. He's Sidney Powell's attorney. Um, and uh, if I were in a situation like Sidney Powell, I think I'd want this guy to represent me. Listen. I've been in this case probably for a month. Uh, and on August 30th, um, shortly after I got into this case, I sent a very detailed Brady request to the government. Uh, those Brady obligations, as the, your Honor knows, are independent of their discovery obligations as it relates to this hard drive. Uh, they have a due process obligation to turn over to me favorable information. Uh, and I didn't send them some blanket request saying, give me everything under the sun. It was a very, very pointed request on August 30th that addressed two critical issues for Ms. Powell. Uh, that is, number one, that she wasn't behind this incident in Coffee County, which forms the basis of her inclusion in this indictment. And number two, that whatever happened in Coffee County, there's ample evidence out there that it was authorized. Okay, so I've asked for that very specific evidence. In response to my letter on August 30th, I heard nothing from the state. And so this week, I sent an even more tailored request, a copy of which I can provide to your honor, asking for very specific information because I've spent the past month or so trying to figure out what happened and have gathered ample evidence showing those two things, that Ms. Powell was not behind all of this and that it was authorized. I filed a motion last night that sets out all the evidence that I've been able to find on my own, which I hope the state has, okay? But the most important thing that I found, Your Honor, is a report by CNN, which I've been able to confirm, that there is a letter, a letter of invitation from Coffee County on January 1st, of 2021 that was sent and it was sent not to Miss Powell it was sent to another lawyer inviting folks to come down to Coffee County and do whatever it is that they do what does that establish your honor two things one what I've been saying since last week in my severance motion what I said in my motion last night what I'll keep banging the drum on which is this was not Miss Powell that's number one but number two that this was authorized uh, it was authorized, and I have asked for that. I have not asked for eight terabytes versus discovery. This is a handful of documents. We got eight lawyers sitting on this side. I'm pretty sure they know how to attach a document to an email. But in response to that email that I sent this week, like my letter I sent last in August 30th, I heard squat from the state. So they sit here and say, Your Honor, that they are open and they're going to turn stuff over. 
I have been as clear as day about specifically what I'm entitled to under the Constitution, due process, Brady versus Maryland, independent of any discovery obligations they have. That is exculpatory information that establishes that Ms. Powell should not be in this case. They have it, Your Honor. I have a reason to believe they have it, and they don't even respond. I have a motion. I'm going to file it. I'm going to ask for this relief. But I shouldn't have to file it. If this were in federal court, Rule 5, Your Honor, would issue an order upon arraignment, ordering them to turn that material over because they have to. They don't have a choice, and they haven't done it here. I'm concerned. I practice mostly in federal court with federal prosecutors who know that. I have concerns that Mr. Wade and the other folks on this side don't appreciate their Brady obligation. So I'm asking the court to order them to produce Brady material immediately because they're required to. That's my point, Your Honor. I'm concerned. I raise it with Your Honor, and you'll see it in my motion. That's so well done. You know, uh, Sidney Powell right. is an excellent lawyer by her on her own, but right. I, I think she comes from the school where, you know, the old adage, uh, show me a lawyer who represents themselves, and I'll show you a lawyer who has a fool for a client. Uh, she believes, I'm sure, that the best thing to do is get the best representation away from herself, you know, who can uh, be her sort of neutral advocate. But she's the attorney who got General Flynn exonerated, Mm -hmm. you know, Mike Flynn. And uh, so she's no no slack, and she knows how to pick him. I think she did a good job on this one. But what gets me is the brazenness of uh, Willis, Fannie Willis in her, her office. I mean... This guy says uh, it's your responsibility to hand over uh, evidence that you have against my client. It's just She's not it, going to. Yeah, she doesn't do it. No, no you, you're going to have to rip it out of her hands. I mean, you know, you know what you talking about, Willis? Well, she's talking about the fact that she's mad. Well, she's mad because uh, she wanted to lump them all together and try them all together because it would have been an easy sweep mm-hmm. and it would have been easy to lay down all their 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 bogus information yeah. on them and just, you know, make it a big, massive fell swoop. But when Trump won the right to be separated from, that gives Cindy Powell and the other attorney a chance to uh, separate. And they represent Trump. Mm. And anything that they do, and it's going to be a lot easier to get things thrown out or win things. And if they win them, Yes. That's got to have the filter down effect. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, Trump's attorneys will benefit from their successes early on. It's going to make it harder and harder for Willis and her crew to have success in a uh, an honest courtroom. That's this the is case. a roundup in a firing squad. Willis, you know, with the guns, the firing squad. We don't need no stinking court Lord, case yet. Yes. Forget yes. the laws. We're yes. just going to line yeah. them up against the wall. Do you have anything? Yeah, this is this oh, is how somebody. they this is how they act, though. You know, they they have this. Well, they're doing this up in New York. I mean, that whole that whole mm-hmm. scam, uh, sham of a lawsuit that was brought up by Bragg. You know, we've forgotten Bragg. He's still sitting out there, friends. He's going to rear his ugly head in the not too distant future and try to bring Trump down. It's going to happen there. And, of course, Smith is going to try to destroy Trump in Washington. This is this is their plan. They can't beat this guy in the playing field of an honest election. They've got to beat him some other way. I do think this, and somebody said this, and I think it's so true. I think the left realizes that the support for Trump right now is so massive that this, even if they cheat, even if they get all of the systems to work for them, it's just too much. It's too overwhelming. They won't be able to keep up with the number of people who are going to support Trump in 2024. So if you can't beat them in an election, you got to beat them someplace else. you got to well, beat them in these phony courtroom uh, situations. Yeah, and I also believe that's why they're out there trying to build up Joe and talk about, oh, what a great economy. And, you know, he's made America look good in the eyes of the world again because Trump didn't. I'm like, here's a stumbling, bumbling fool, Mr. Magoo, and he's going all around. And and everybody's laughing at us. If you go and read, if you you do a little online searching, you can go to social sites in Australia, the United Kingdom, 
every damn country that's pro-U.S. and anti-U.S. And the underlying thing there is that Joe's an idiot. <laughs> and He's built exactly right. And the American <laughs> people are stupid to put up with this, and they can't see what's going on. Folks, we're blind to our own. But yet I saw mm-hmm. on Monday Night Football for the first time a Joe Biden for president commercial and they made Isn't him out a to, little early. They made him out to look like George Washington. They made him out to look like uh, Moses, who had parted the waters. How he's turned our country around. Wow. How our economy is robust and growing. How people are excited about the future of their great nation. Wow. It, it was such a blatant lie. One lie after the other. Uh, how we felt good about our borders. I mean, it was like you got you got to be kidding. Everything yeah. he's done wrong, they've turned around and made it sound like it's been a win for him. They're they're lying about it. Well, you know, Joe. You know, he he knows he knew Washington. Joe knew knew Moses. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know either of them because I wasn't around. But you know, That's I true. read about him. And yeah. Joe ain't no Moses, and he That's ain't true. no Washington. I'm yep. just telling you right now, to take a Democrat's words, he's neither of you know, those. I heard him say the other day, you know, after I got done with, I used to go to early Sunday Mass, uh, 7.30 Mass, and when I was left Mass, backslider I, you. I would, I, no, this is what Biden said. And then, oh. he, then he says, then I would go to, uh, uh, I'd go over to the Jewish temple and, and, and uh, spend an hour paying my respects. And, and then, of course, he... Honest to God, this guy, he has no problem uh, embracing every nationality and every religion and making it his own, or at least his own story. Well, you know, you um, know, he was born a poor black child. I, don't, he was. I don't know if you knew this. He yeah, was. He, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you know, we've done it again, Bill. Another show in the can. If you want to reach us, our phone number is 833 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. And then, of course, there's mail at itsanotherday.com. There's also Jim and Bill at uh, mail.com. And then there's mail at jimandbill.com. We've got it all covered. Now, I have to tell we you something. Really Bill do. and I were talking before the show about Uh-oh. our our reach. And uh, it, it is quite amazing uh, how many people are actually tuning into our program. Uh, we've asked some of our listeners, all of our listeners, if you would take a moment to uh, maybe go to one of those email uh, addresses we gave you, you know, uh, what were they, uh, mail at itsanotherday.com or Jim and yeah, Bill. Got, and, look, uh, the two simple ones to remember are mail at itsanotherday.com and mail at jimandbill.com. Either of those two will get there. The other one is just a, a fun little thing where you have Jim and Bill at mail.com in case you're dyslexic. Yeah, okay, now here's, here's, the, here's the thing, though. If you would drop us even a blank email, even if it's just a reply email that's empty, we will know that you're listening to the program and responding right. to us. Now, we say this because Bill found out our reach is is unbelievable. We're, we're reaching places that we never thought we'd reach before. Yeah. Uh, we, talk at the, we, we run this promo at the end of our show every day. It talks about uh, a massive number that we got from from uh, one of the devices, you know, uh, which was just mind blowing. But we we laughed at we la- kind of laugh at it, like oh, it can't be true. But we found out from Bill's research yesterday that we're being downloaded automatically by streaming sites from all over the world. Yeah, every day. So you know, I'm not, gonna, and I don't extrapolate. I don't know what people go to those sites to get us. But the simple fact that. Uh, you know, we didn't post them on there, and right. so they did. And, uh, you know, there's been evidence that our site has been getting hit a lot. Now, uh, Uh now that I have the AI thing, that'll probably go up sometime this week or by the weekend. And that'll be – but it, it's still going to house the podcast. It's yeah. just you know, the reason that w- we did find out people respond more to Jim and Bill than they do to it's, it's another, another day. day. It's, yeah. another, it's another day will always be there. That's the name we could change it, but it's the day uh, the the name we got it, and it's built in. But Jim and Bill is if you go and type in right now on a Google search, just Jim and Bill, right? Boom, we're number one. 
That that's kind of know? amazing, folks. We haven't promoted it. Uh, people are just finding us, and yeah. the fact that we have a lot of sites. I'm talking uh, loads of uh, these different streaming sites. What they do is automatically send out programs that find out if we have updated our website with a new new episode. And as soon as they find a new episode, they download that episode into so that it's on their site too. That from that point on, we don't get a count of who's mm-hmm. listening, you know, uh, uh, because it, it's being streamed. Yeah, and you know, you ran into uh, you know, look, we're old, both old broadcasters, mm-hmm. and you know, you got a friend at uh, ABC News mm-hmm. that's listened, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, you'd mentioned." He said, "Oh, yeah, you guys," and he's a liberal. Yeah. But he he commented on the show, yeah. talking about yeah, it's a good show, and and he and he knows about it. It's kind of like when I used to program and had a a talk station, and it was conservative, and the guy was a friend of Rush. They worked together in radio. Sure, I know you're talking you know, about. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I had a guy one time call to complain. Well, this morning, you know, your guy said this, and the other day he said this. I don't know how anybody listens to your radio station. Well, thanks for you listening. Know, I've got a list here. <laughs> I got a list here of all the things he's done in the past month, and I'm going, thanks. He goes, what? I said, thank you. What do you mean? Well, you have a record of everything we've done. Yeah, I do. Then you listen, huh? <laughs> you listen. Got you. Yeah. I got you. And he goes. And then he backed down and he kind of sh- went chagrin and laughed a little bit. He goes, <laughs> I get it. But you know, <laughs> I'm going, you know, that, to do. Uh, we have people out there who don't, have, you don't have to agree with us. But yeah. I but, and what I respect about you who don't agree with us, who listen every day, is at least you're, you're listening to other, other sides to the story. You know, we obviously come from one side. Uh, we, we're, we're conservative guys. We believe in, in, God, country, apple pie, and Chevrolet, <laughs> you know, but, um, something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. And we were not into this woke stuff and a lot of people who are into that stuff still listen, which I think is, hey. is amazing. Um, anyway, we've, we've done it, my friend. Uh, but you know, the real reason, the real reason why the people are downloading and listening to our program, it's because at the end <gasps> The end of every program, we hear this. Hasta la vista, baby! We're out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>